Hey friends, welcome to Wild Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Ainsley B. I'm so excited you're here today. During our time together, we're gonna hear some incredible stories on how to find, keep, and share your wild confidence in Christ. All right, friends, my very first guest ever is one of my great friends who you may have met on Instagram if you watch our Let's Talk series where we tackle pretty much anything you want to talk about. (laughs) We just talk about it all. Her name is Gabby Hartzell. Welcome, Gabby. Thank you. So so excited. I know. Gabby is, um, she's a writer, speaker, and Enneagram 7 Wing 6, so that means she's always down for a good time. Yes. Um, (laughs) She is the founder and director of The Well, which is a women's ministry in southeastern Kentucky, where she's from, and she runs a national campaign called Prom Prep that is super cool. Um, She also has a podcast called Moxie Mamas and is currently writing her first book. Yes. Tell us us about it or as much as you can. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to reveal too much, but it is my favorite topic, which is why I'm writing about it. Um, But it's basically all about running your race. Um, So all about purpose and the call that God has on your life and Mm. why so many of us um, want to run that race. We try to run that race, but for whatever reason, we get bogged down, slowed down, or we simply get so deflated and discouraged that we just quit. And so I'm really tackling that. uh, And mainly it's from personal struggles of how do we let go of these things that hold us back from running with perseverance, the race that he has marked out for us. So I'm really, really really excited about it, really passionate about it. And I can't wait, um, for that to come to fruition. I cannot wait for your book. Like I'm so pumped. Um, (laughs) for anybody who doesn't know Gabby already, she's an incredible writer, incredible speaker. And I know I just told her her bio, but now I have to like hype her up more because she's my friend. (laughs) Um, but it was funny because one time we spoke at any, at even wow, I can't talk today at an event together and she spoke right before me. Y'all, she brought the crowd to their knees crying so hard. Like everyone was weeping. I am weeping and I'm about to have to go on stage right after her. I was like, oh my gosh. So if anybody needs a women's ministry speaker, she's your girl. Uh, I don't make everyone cry all the time. Uh, (laughs) Look, it was needed in that moment. It was was, a moment. You brought down the house. Um, I want to talk for a very brief minute about how we met because I think it's kind of funny that this podcast is called Wild Confidence. Um. And yet, when you and I met, neither of us was were feeling very confident. Oh my goodness, no! Do you remember how that went down? Uh, absolutely, I do. Um, <laughs> I we were going to a conference. I was there. Uh, by, I was attending by myself, and yeah. I was walking into the hotel. 
I had no idea. They said a general place of where it was, but I had no idea where in this hotel that this was going down. So I happened to see two women in front of me, one of which was Ainsley. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought, okay, women, I bet they're going the same place that I am. This is this is not the first time I've done this approach. I do this a lot. I'm just like, I bet, I bet they're going the same place as me. So I'm just going to follow. <laughs> and so we, we all walked in and uh, Ainsley and the other woman were looking at a sign and I just stood there behind them <laughs> quietly waiting for them to decide where they were going to go. And then they look behind them and I'm like, Hey, I'm just following you. Cause I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> and, um, we happened to be on the same track for the conference. So Thank we just, you, Jesus. yes, <laughs> so we clung, we clung to each other the, the whole time. We did. I was like, I, you know, I was, I was walking with this lady who I, I didn't know. Um, and then I, you were behind us. And I remember like when we saw that we were on the same track, I was like, oh my gosh, I so hope she's as desperate for a friend as I am because uh, I'm yes. so insecure. Because I was, I signed up and went alone as well. So you and I were both alone. And um, honestly, that's pretty brave of us. I just want to give us kudos. Right? Because not a lot of people do that, you know? It's so true. It really takes confidence to do that, even though we felt so unconfident when we got there. <laughs> yes. It was like so exciting whenever you buy the ticket and you're like, yes, like I'm making all these plans. And then right before you start walking in, you're like, oh, wait, I don't know a single soul. What am I doing? <laughs> I'm about to have to make a friend. <laughs> But we did. And we did. Shout out to She Speaks because yes. um, I don't know how I could do this career without you for sure. Oh my gosh, same. <laughs> <laughs> so, whenever I'm thinking about like confidence and I'm thinking about um, you and, and, and how you emphasize purpose, I want to talk a little bit about how you personally find your confidence especially when it comes to your purpose, because that can be such a tricky thing. You know? Yes. Yes. How do, you, how do you find your confidence? Uh, honestly, I, I feel like I'm still searching for it most days. Yeah. Um, it's like an everyday type of assurance that I have to get from Jesus. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just, I feel like for, for me and when it comes to confidence and purpose that I've just always been the person who has never wanted to miss out on what God had for me because I was not confident enough to do it. Mm -hmm. And so that really drives me. Um, but of course, you know, I am an Enneagram seven, so I do have FOMO and <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure that plays a part, but yeah, I honestly, for purpose and for confidence, um, Jesus is my source of strength. And, and I just, I, I literally, I just have to trust that the way he has made me is on purpose and for a purpose. And so I just, I have to lean into him because I don't want to miss what he has for me. I don't want to miss out on the race that he has for me. I don't want to run someone else's race instead of my own. And so I just, I have to spend time with him so that I feel confident, not in myself, but in where he's directing me. That's so good. 
Now, like in, I guess, the journey of finding confidence, finding your confidence to run your specific race, was there like something that happened? Was there just a turning point for you? Or do you feel like this has always kind of been your your deal? I, in a way, I feel like it's always been something kind of within me. But I think I just, I grew up seeing so, so many strong women in particular in my life who are just so uniquely gifted, but allow confidence to hold them back. And so I never, I never wanted to, to do that. Um, so I feel like it's just been something that I have seen over time. And I decided that I just, I can't, I don't want to live my life that way. And I don't want to have gotten to the end of my life and feel like I've not, I didn't do everything that I could have. And so, so I feel like that really, I mean, it really is that like, I don't want to miss what he has for me. And I don't think that I'm powerful enough to screw it up necessarily, Mm. but, um, but I do think that I, my own self can be a hindrance in running my race. And, and I don't want that. I don't want my own flesh to be my problem. So um, so yeah, I feel like it's just kind of been a compilation of observations and then struggles within my own self that have kind of pushed me. Like, I know I don't feel like I'm super confident. Like I always, I, I mean, you and I've talked about that on Instagram. Like we, yeah. there's still so many insecurities, uh, that I struggle with on the daily, on the moment by moment. But, but I feel like at the end of the day, you know, it's, he has put me here for a reason and, and I want to, I want to give my best, even if that means I have to just face the fear. Like I I will feel the, feel the fear, but I will do it anyways, because that's what I feel like he's asking me to do. So. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's huge. And, and there's something that you said that I want to kind of repeat and it's that I'm not powerful enough to screw it up. Yeah. And, I would love for you to talk more about that because I think that a lot of people do, you know, rest, like they rest in insecurity because of fear that they're going to screw it up. So tell me more about just that phrase. I feel like I can hold myself back with insecurities all day long. I'm, I'm terrified of failing, especially in front of people. It's one thing when you're doing something privately and nobody knows about it and you can just slip up and not be no big deal. But when people actually know that you're trying to do something, um, it creates accountability and you feel like you're going to, mm-hmm. you know, what if you mess up? What if you fail? What if you don't do as good of a job as you thought you were going to do? But, um, but if, if he has called you to it, then, I mean, he can make even the rocks to cry out if he wanted to. So mm-hmm. why I think that he can't use me in my insecurities. I mean, his strength is made perfect in my weakness. So if he has asked me to do something, as long as my yes is on the table, regardless of how scared I am, he is going to bring his like glory for himself from it. Um, it you know, it could be on a small scale or it could be on a big scale. Like, but even even if one person comes to follow him, that's that's a huge deal and that's a success. And so, I just have to remind myself that, you know, if he's asking me to do this, if he's really asking me to do this, then as long as I'm willing. I I cannot screw this up. He is going to bring something good from it. Yes. 
Exactly. And I think so many people need to hear that. I feel like so many people are like, well, what if, you know, my confidence is just brief? Well, that's yeah, okay. That's fine. <laughs> the Lord can use that. I mean, and he can use your insecurity, but just kind of placing that confidence in him and placing that knowing that he is the one who is in control of this. You do not have the power to screw it up because you're not in control. Right. Like of the ultimate, you know. Right. Yeah. I'm just his mouthpiece. I'm his tool. And I'm not the one who brings about the results. Right. That's all him. Yeah, for sure. And there's, you know, some things that we can do to kind of sustain confidence and, and help us stay confident so that we don't, you know, so that we have a holy dependence on him. Um, because I think a lot of times like nervousness can be almost selfish because we're so worried about us in that. I'm not, I I don't think it always is, but I think whenever we're super, super nervous, it's a lot like, you know, what am I, what are they going to think about me? Mm -hmm. Not, well, I have a good message and that's the bottom line, you know? Right. Yeah. We're so focused on ourselves. (laughs) Yeah. So in thinking about like some things that help people stay confident, do you have like certain tools or tricks that you kind of use? So there are a few things that I do. I mean, obviously the number one is spending time with Jesus. That's, (laughs) that's the best thing. It's the obvious thing, but it's Mm -hmm. obvious, but it's something that we so often neglect, um, myself especially. But when I second guess myself the most is when I'm speaking to him the least. Oh, you gonna say that again? Say it one more time for the people. (laughs) When I second guess myself the most is when I am speaking to him the least, Mm. and that is something that I can. I'm I'm to the point where I can self-analyze. I can. I'm self-aware enough to know that, like, I can. I can tell when there's that difference, and so. Um, when I'm not spending time with him, I begin relying on my own self more and then I get insecure and unsure. And so I know right away, I need to be spending more time with him. Did I even have five minutes with him today? Like, um, and I check myself that way. And that's definitely the number one tool, um, that I use. But other than that, I do have a couple of other things that I kind of encourage my own self and other people to do. And that's, learning, like continuing to learn, um, learning a new skill or learning about something that I didn't know about before, um, becoming informed. Um, I feel like that always leads me to be able to enter a conversation with confidence when I feel like I'm informed about a topic or I just learned something new, I'm always more willing to speak up. And so, um, that really grows confidence in me. Um, but then another thing is, and kind of goes with that is making choices based on logic rather than feelings. Um, Feelings are indicators, not decision makers. And so like, it's literally as simple as choosing what to eat. Like when I use logic and I'm not eating foods based on my feelings, like I did, I don't know, 30 minutes ago. Um, (laughs) But that cheeseburger and fries were so good going down. (laughs) (laughs) But I I knew, I knew that I was just stress eating, but it really is like, and I, I I can't even take credit for this. Like a friend of mine, who's a counselor 
talk to me about this, about how, you know, when you choose, when you make choices and you're, and you're basing them on logic um, and knowledge, then your confidence automatically goes up. And anytime that you, you base a decision on feelings, your, your confidence and security automatically goes down. And that's just, that's just how it is. Like psychologically, that's how it is. And feelings are great. Feelings were designed by God. They're indicators, but they're not, they shouldn't be decision makers. I shouldn't have eaten that cheeseburger and fries. But when I make a decision that's healthier, I feel more confident in myself, in my own physical skin, but also in my decision-making abilities. So um, it's not just knowledge, but being able to apply that knowledge um, when I'm making a decision. But so, yeah, I think those are, those are kind of the tools that I have used. Again, I mean, obviously I'm still grasping at that confidence, but, but uh, those are the daily things that I try to that I try to use. <laughs> yeah, for, those are great. Those are really great options. So you're, so some of the things, um, maybe if you're like, okay, I want to gain knowledge on the Bible, I'm going mm-hmm. to um, start a Bible study. Uh, are there any that you recommend just off the top of your head? I love anything by Priscilla Shire. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are great. Beth Moore is wonderful. And I mean, if you really want to dig deep, you can go Beth Moore. Uh, she digs deep, but um, okay. I've just I've not ever been great enough to do that. <laughs> but there's there are like so something that I started doing is there's some like and no not everyone wants to do this, but there's free seminary classes online from Dallas Theological Seminary. Oh. Those are helpful. I um, need to do those. Yeah, they're amazing. Now, I haven't finished them, so I can't speak to it all. I mean, I started it a year ago. That's kind of <laughs> how I roll. But um, <laughs> but they're free. I mean, and you just get like a little certificate printed off that you finished it. But um, I mean, that's a free resource right there. And then commentaries. I mean, I love reading commentaries just to get further insight into context and things like that. But um, yeah, those are so definitely good. some great ones. I love that. The only one that like I really cling to is Seamless by Angie Smith. Mm, I've not done that one yet. Oh, girl, it's so good. It like made the Bible make sense to me. So it's kind of more beginner. Yeah. But it's helpful, though. Yeah. At any any stage, that's helpful. It it makes like the genealogy make sense. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you can, if that even. That's a big deal. (laughs) Yeah. That's a big deal. So let's say like you're in one of those kind of seasons of self-doubt. Let's say you're mid cheeseburger. (laughs) (laughs) What does it look like to put it down or pull yourself out of a dark place or, you know, self-encourage kind of thing? I've never put a cheeseburger down. But, <laughs> but but I have thrown packs of Oreos away. Oh, that is uh, strong. I mean, halfway through it. I mean, like, it wasn't like the whole pack. Um, but, but other than cheeseburgers and Oreos, I when I have been in a dark time, that it looks a whole lot like time with Jesus. Um like a a lot more. Sometimes it's like, you know, sometimes my daily routine is like 10 to 30 minutes in those seasons. It's, it, it's probably going to be a little bit longer if I can help it. I mean, I do have 
you know, husband and kids, and that takes up some time, my job, yeah. but, um, but if I can squeeze it in, it's, it's definitely needed and necessary. Um, it looks a whole lot like talks with close friends who can help pull me out. Um, sometimes those are long talks, but it's people who aren't just surface level friends, but like can really go deep in the pit with me and, mm-hmm. um, and can pull me back out. And those friends are ones who are aligning me with the truth that Jesus speaks about me. <laughs> um, so it looks like a whole lot of talks with them. And then it honestly, it looks like a whole lot of serving others. Um, because I think that, and I, I think you, you mentioned it earlier, actually, but I think insecurity is a tactic from the enemy so that we place our focus on ourselves rather than the reason that we're here. Yes. And so if I can get my mind off of myself for just a minute, stop wallowing in my insecurity and go serve somebody, I start to forget about some of those insecurities and I start to remember why I exist. And, yeah. and, and that helps me so much with pulling myself out of those dark times. That's really good. Those are all really great suggestions. Um, and I know like, you know, that can be applied to anyone at any stage of life. Yeah. Whether you're, you know, 60 years into studying the Bible or 60 minutes, you know, all of those things can be super helpful, um, in pulling yourself out of that low place or or that insecure place. Mm-hmm. Now, you and I have talked about like what advice we would give our younger, less confident mm-hmm. self um, on Instagram. So, listener, if you haven't seen that, it is on um, our <laughs> IGTVs. <laughs> but I'm just kind of imagining like a young girl, um, college ish age, maybe, and she's driving in her car. She's listening to this because she feels discouraged. Um, she's lost her purpose, that kind of thing. What would you say to her? I would say number one, that you are uniquely created and gifted, um, on purpose and for a purpose. And even the types of insecurities you have can be used for your good and his glory and somebody else's good to be able to get Mm -hmm. out of their pit. Um, I would say that you just like I have, are thinking about yourself um, a little too much. And and what you think others are thinking about you, what you think about yourself and what you think that others are thinking about you is not true. Mm. People are not concerned with you and they are not concerned with me. They are concerned with themselves. Yeah. And so you don't have to worry so much about what other people are thinking because they're not. Yeah, not. And (laughs) I've spent so much time wondering, you know, if I do this, what are they going to think about me? Or what are they thinking about me right now? Or did they see me fall just a second ago? What are they thinking about me? They're not thinking about me at all. Um, They're probably just trying to deal with their own mess in their head. So don't worry so much about it. Whatever you're thinking about yourself or what you think other people are thinking about you, it's not true. Um, Yeah. And I would say that insecurity, um, and I read this from Jenny Allen's book, Get Out of Your Head. It was really great, a great read. That's actually, that's a study I would recommend. Um, oh, nice. But one thing that I realized from that is 
I would say like insecurity can be traced back to the character of God and something that you're not trusting about him. So it's not ever been about me. It's been about, I mean, even at the beginning of time um, on this earth, the enemy was out to attack God's character. And, and in every insecurity, think back to what it is about God's character that you're not trusting because it's probably tied to him and not you. Um, Because, and this is the last thing I would say, is that our battle is not against flesh and blood, but with spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms, which means that we fight that battle spiritually. We fight our insecurity through time with Jesus, through prayer, and through fasting. Because the it is a tactic from the enemy, this insecurity that you're fighting. It's a tactic from him to distract you and unfocus you from what's most important and from why you're here. And so we can't fight that battle in the physical. We've got to fight that spiritually with Jesus through spending time with him, through prayer, and through fasting. So that's probably what I would say to her. <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> incredible I mean it's so true it that's you're exactly right and like that's one thing that you know one of the practices that I try to do is put on the armor of God every day because I literally am going into battle yes that is a great tool I try to do that with me and my girls (laughs) yeah oh that's so cute um (laughs) (laughs) just little I just imagine them as like just little warriors yeah, so dragging cool. around their sword that they can't carry. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of like when it's one of those things that's a practical thing that actually boosts your confidence, even if you don't think it does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it sounds like a silly practice whenever you're just like, okay, I'm going to out loud, I'm going to look in the mirror and I'm going to recite the armor yeah. of God. And um, I know I talk about that a lot in my online mentoring and the girls are like, Sometimes they roll their eyes at me and I'm like, go ahead, try it. Yeah. Try it. Let me know. Report back. Let me know how it actually worked. But um, but it does. I mean, it's just one of those things that's a practical everyday thing that will e- make you feel equipped for the day. It'll make you feel equipped for the spiritual battle that you are about to fight because every day it feels like mm-hmm. a fight. You know? Yeah. And I mean, regardless of if you think there's a spiritual battle going on, or that you have to prepare for it, there is one going on. And so you can either be prepared for it or not, but regardless of if you're prepared, it's happening. So, so I would rather put that sucker on and, (laughs) and go through my day with a little bit more confidence, um, than without. Yeah. You may as well armor up because the battle's coming no matter what. Yeah. And you ain't David. (laughs) Sorry. Nope, nope. You got a purpose, but it's going to look a little bit different. You're going to need some armor. You're going to have to armor up. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to have to armor up. (laughs) I love that. That is really great advice. So we're talking about, you know, you giving all the advice and pouring out. So I want to know how we can pour in to you and how um, we can pray for you. We meaning myself and every listener. (laughs) Um, I hope we'll take a few minutes and just pray over Gabby after they hear everything that she just blessed your little ears with. But how can we pray for you, Gabby? 
Oh, well, I'm always needing some, so I appreciate it. And anybody who takes the time to do it, um, that, that honestly also gives so much confidence to know that somebody's praying for you and what they're praying for you. So I appreciate it. Um, I, anytime anyone asks me this question, I have like this answer and it's probably sounds like cliche, but it's literally what I need always. And that is wisdom and discernment. Um, Hmm. I'm always needing wisdom and discernment for decisions we make for my family, but for also for ministry and just life. Like I can't get enough of that, but, um, also just that I would have the eyes to see, like, I believe that there, I just want to be in constant pursuit of his purpose. And Mm. there's, it's not just that big overarching purpose, or if I can just write that book, or if I can just have that event, that's my purpose, but there's purpose in every single day that's waiting for me. And so I just want to have the eyes to see it and then the continuous courage to do it. Um, even if that's calling up somebody or sending a text or uh, giving an encouraging word to someone who's in front of me. Um, I just, I want to be able to see that and then act upon it accordingly and just walk in obedience. And so, and that takes confidence. Yeah. (laughs) It takes confidence to do. And so I would love um, just prayer for that. You got it. Absolutely. And retweet. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome, Gabby. Um, Thank you so much for everything that you just said, because I feel like it is going to bless so many people. Um, So where can those people find you on the internet? Where can all of our new friends find you on Instagram, website, all those fun places? Yeah. So it is, um, I love new friends. It's Gabby Hartzell. So Instagram, Facebook, it's at Gabby Hartzell, G-A-B-B-I Hartzell, um, H-A-R-T-Z-E-L-L. So you can find me on Instagram with that, Facebook with that. And then my website is linked there also in my link tree on Instagram, but it's just GabbyHartzell.com. So pretty, pretty easy to find. If you know my name, you can find me. (laughs) Well, Thank you so much, Gabby. It's been so fun having you and we'll talk to you later. Thank you. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out today. I pray that you're able to see yourself how the Lord sees you so you can hold your head a little higher and shine your confidence a little brighter. I would so appreciate if you would leave a review, subscribe and share this with a friend. And of course, I wanna stay connected with you. Find me on Instagram at Ainsley B. And my website is ainsleybritton.com. See y'all later.